It's 5 o'clock in pirate country, and it's time to get pumped up with the P-Man. Hit the road. 94.3 The Game is going to get you home, and the P-Man's not holding back. Yes! Yes! Pirates win! Pirates win! Bring on the Patrick Johnson Show on 94.3 The Game. Holy mackerel! Oh, my goodness! The flagship station of the ECU Pirates. Well, 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 well. Here we are midweek getting ready for uh, a huge, huge game this week. Uh, the great P-Man here with you. And we've got Ben B-Baby Byram producing the show. Hey, man. I heard Craig Willard earlier in the halls. Was he here or was he on the on the Google machine or on the He was on FaceTime. FaceTime. I didn't realize he could work something like that. I didn't either. I didn't either. Uh, Mississippi in the house today. Let's say hello to Mississippi who's uh, here. Ben, get him Woo! on the mic there. Go on up there, Mississippi. Don't be shy now. Yeah. Hey, how's it going? How are you? You good? Doing pretty good. All right. Yeah, okay. Mississippi is going to factor very bigly in our game day plans. And uh, look, I like Mississippi because he's muscle, and that's what I need. I need a man of my stature needs muscle. He's not rocking back and forth in the corner. No, I got (laughs) muscle in there. We got muscle. Mississippi's a fine young fella, and it's good to have him here in the house. I've had people say to me every time we mention Mississippi, is he is he really named Mississippi? I said that's what I was told to call him. Somebody asked earlier today. Yeah, and I said that's Mississippi. Now he told me is, and I will have it down pat by Saturday, because he's going to have to tell me about twelve more times. Not an easy, time. not an easy name. No, no, no. Yeah, and everybody calls him Mississippi. Is that because you're from there? Is that Get right wrong? into that mic? Yeah. Yes, around. Yeah, I'm from Mississippi. Where'd you? Where are you from in Mississippi? Uh, the part it was a a town, uh, Macomb. Okay. Yes, sir. How long have you been in Greenville? Uh, for about three to four years. Okay. Well, I'm glad you're in Greenville because we have muscle now, Ben. You know there that? There you go. We have some muscle in Mississippi there. He's from the Delta. He is. A fine young man. It's great to have him uh, with us. Uh, we've got a special guest coming in. Uh, we're going to have, by the way, I see your mean Mark Callis uh, figure there. I see that now. Mean Mark Callis. I see it. Yeah, who even is that? Well, it was the Undertaker before Probably he was amounted the to no, nothing. No, he didn't amount to very much exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, we've got uh, the chair of the ECU Board of Trustees, Scott Shook, coming in. Ooh. So uh, he says he's coming in. I'll make sure there's no coffee. Yeah. So we'll see Shook in a little bit, and uh, there's a lot of things. I I, I got to call him Chairman Shook. I can't just call him Shook like I would off the air. It's Chairman. Now he's got Shook. a title. Yeah. He's got a title. Yeah. And I have some things to talk to the chairman about uh, as it pertains to, to not only athletics, but also ECU as a whole. Didn't we used to call him at Daytona where he would oh, be we still do. it up and now he's, now he's the chairman. You got to give ben, him a title it's, and everything. It's frightening. <laughs> it's really frightening that, that I mean, we, we would call Shook and Shook would be our correspondent in Daytona for he's the Daytona 500. We're trying to do an interview and get what's going on at uh, Daytona. He's talking to people, yelling at people, having a well, good that's, time. He was yeah. telling us what was going on there and it was him. <laughs> Jive talking, I mean, trust me, and that's like the tip of the, the, the like the smallest part of the iceberg. Well, yeah, he'll be out there Saturday, won't he? He's the, oh no, he'll to go be. To if you want yeah, some food, yeah, I, I plan on getting a little bit of the um, 
the grub from the shook tailgate. Got to figure out what he's cooking. Yeah, we'll ask him that. We'll ask him that. Chairman of the ECU Board of Trustees, Scott Shook. Wow. Uh, due in here today, so he says. I've not heard from him, so we'll see. Uh-oh. Well, I, I, I checked in with him the other day. I said, are you sure you're coming in? He said he is. So uh, we'll talk to him coming up in a little bit. Um, got some uh, audio from uh, ECU players. Got a little Devin Leary audio. Uh, some John Gilbert audio. Coming up tomorrow on the show, uh, we're going to have Doug Martin on with us from time to time throughout the season, maybe each week. Uh, and, of course, Coach Martin was the ECU offensive coordinator and under Steve Logan. He also was the head coach at Kent State, New Mexico State. So we're going to have Doug Martin breaking down the pirate matchup for us with NC State. We're going to uh, talk about some other college games. And uh, we'll, we'll do that tomorrow. Also tomorrow, Greg Pierce from ECU Athletics is going to be in with us. Associate AD for External Operations. And uh, Greg will be in talking about uh, the game day experience. You know, they, they do have, and if my guy TJ Long's listening, I, I'm sorry I didn't text you back on this. I just thought of it as I was about to talk about it. But, yes, there's this big, there's a brand-new scoreboard, brand-new video board with that, brand-new video boards around the stadium, ribbon board is what they call wow. it. Wow, okay. There's some other new, brand-new boards there, so it'll be quite a quite an environment. Uh, the always n- anonymous text line, Ben. Oh, here we go. Drop the chairman's title and let's all hang out on the show. I, that's fine. If he shows up, you're <laughs> you welcome too. First, yeah, you got to get here first, and we can. I mean, if Shook shows up, Chairman Shook shows up, we'll we'll be excited about. What it. kind of hangout is this? Does he bring the smoker? Is he bring the grill? I don't know. I, this wasn't from him. This was from somebody else oh, on okay. the always anonymous text line. Well, it's anonymous. So right. I, I made. I, I made. No, no, I made some assumptions. Everybody's there. committing Shook to doing yeah. stuff, and that's but that's what he does. He's the chairman. He's he is the chairman. He's got a big responsibility. Everybody's you know? committing Chairman Shook to do <laughs> things. Yes, you're right. Uh, ben, what have I missed today? Because I've been kind of in my own uh, world today, trying to get everything ready for uh, all I've got this weekend. It's it's uh, su- you're surprisingly been a slow sports day, but Jaquan McMillan did get picked up by the Broncos Saw that. on the practice squad. So McMillan to the practice squad. He was cut yesterday as well. No word on Sneet. No word on Sneet. Yeah, yet, which is a little disappointing. Yeah, uh, we hope that works out for Tyler. We'll see where that goes. Uh, I know one of the uh, Surratt brothers made somebody's practice squad as well. Played at UNC. They were some great athletes back in the day. High, yep. high school wise. Well, played one of them at UNC played quarterback and then switched to linebacker yeah. and was a was that linebacker. Yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that's what's uh, that's what's going on there. All right. Uh, so we've got as we mentioned tomorrow, Greg Pierce and also <clears throat> um, Doug Martin on the show coming up Friday. Uh, Joe Giglio from ninety nine nine the fan and WREL sports fan and uh, we got a wrestler on with us. AEW star Daniel Garcia will be on the show Friday as well. AEW, we're friends with the AEW folks on uh, T TNT TBS tonight at eight and TNT Friday night at ten, and they have a pay per view this weekend. 
coming up on Sunday. You can get it That's at right. all Fight out. TV. All Out is the paper. You know what the crazy rumor I've been seeing about All Out? What's that? Cena's going to be there. Is that right? That's what I've been Cena Ambrose is what I've been seeing. But that's one of those crazy Mark reports that are not really true, I think. One of those that you really want it to happen, but it's not going to happen. Shad Khan owns the Jacksonville Jaguars and one of the um, European League soccer teams, Premier League soccer teams. I think one of the big ones. Not a fan, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't and, know anything about soccer. And uh, his son, Tony, is the guy who kind of runs AEW. But, I mean, point is, Shad Khan has stupid billionaire money. Well, Nick, doesn't Nick work for the WWE's like a head honcho there? That's a, I don't Khan? think they're related. They're not? No, okay, they're okay. not, Ben. Wow. Now you're starting well, internet mark rumors. Uh-oh. So if they wanted, money would be no object if Mr. Cena wanted to get a payday. I'm I, just saying. I think he's too loyal. But he's doing movies. He doesn't need his, the money. That's yeah. part of his uh, shtick, isn't it? His, Hustle, loyalty, respect. There yeah. you go. Exactly. He'll be a hypocrite if he if He, he would be a hypocrite. Yeah. You can't lose the loyalty part of that creed that you just rattled off. I would off cry if he, if he you, went against you, that. You that's probably not would. Cena. Not my Cena. You probably would. Uh, I've seen all the really nice uh, stories today on Ruff and McNeil. We'll hear a little bit from Ruff on the pregame show, uh, which is coming your way Saturday morning beginning at 9 o'clock. It's our Bushlight Pirate Game Day Countdown. Back for another season. We're, we're if we're not at the thirtieth season of this damn thing, we're pretty darn close. Pretty close. The award-winning Pirate Game Day countdown, the fastest two hours in radio. Saturday locks coming back. Uh, I've not heard. Uh oh. I've it's I've up in the air. I've put it out. It's but I, heavily rumored. It's heavily rumored. It's like those internet wrestling rumors <laughs> you're you're talking about. I have talked. To, I have put it's it on out. The dirt there. sheets. I have put it out there, but I've not heard. So I don't know. I, I I don't know what's happening. To be quite honest with you, I I don't really have much of uh, an idea of that. There's people who are in charge of the show. There's people who probably think they're in charge of the show, and then there's the actual show. Oh yeah, there's uh people are very a uh, w- little bit way too excited when it comes to this production here and getting. Well, no, little... no, it's a big production, and we we. Oh yeah, absolutely. I'm not saying it's not. Some people are uh yeah thinking they're bigger than what they really are. Wow, look at you. Shoot comments. Hey, I don't mind being the best. From guy. wrestling parlance, shoot I'm comments. the anti-Cena. Yeah, you are. In just about every single way. Well, we have adequately uh, wasted 10 minutes of uh, valuable airtime here. Uh, we also, pregame Saturday, following our pregame coverage, we'll link up with uh, the network at uh, 11 a.m. Looking forward to our new partnership with Playfly. Uh, we'll have uh, game coverage also on 107.9 WNCT. Ben is going to be the man at the center of this whole thing. You'll be at the epicenter of the network. You and Dangerous Dan Miller will be doing your thing. Mississippi will be here helping out. Uh, I'm going to be in here doing some scores during uh, the game Saturday, so I'll be on the network, and then I'll be hosting part of the network post game. And uh, so I'm excited about that. Yeah, we'll be Should bringing be you. Uh, we'll be bringing you all kinds of coverage uh, throughout the day here on uh, 94.3 The Game and then with the network 107.9 WNCT. Um, do we have uh, do we have anything to, to uh, other to mention or promote or, or do? I know tomorrow morning on uh, Talk of the Town, uh, our pal Captain Chris Sutton is going to be on with Henry and myself on 103.7 WTIB and Talk 96.3 uh, to kind of talk about the parking and all that this weekend. I mean, that's important. I mean, parking can uh, be an issue for sure, especially before I started working here. I didn't know where to park. Parking was always an issue for me. But we do got our Rose football tomorrow night. 
up here on 94.3 Thank the you, game ben. against Northeastern. Yep. Uh, Rose Northeastern will play tomorrow night on 94.3 the game. If you're a fan of uh, kick-his-ass Tommy Bass over on uh, Edenton coverage on 103.7, <laughs> they're on tomorrow night. I love that nickname. You should adopt that. That's uh, his nickname. And uh, Tommy's going to be on 103.7, right? Tomorrow That's night right. as well. That's right, yep. So there you go. All right, that is uh, kind of the lineup for uh, what's going on on the, on the radio side. Let's break. We'll come back. Uh, and uh, if Scott Shook's here, we'll put him on the air. If he's not, we'll do, a, we'll do a pirate report. I could see Shook listening to this song in this new muscle car he's bought driving over here. I did see that on Twitter, I believe. The he's new gonna, muscle car yeah, that he's got? Pretty sweet car. I think it's his high school car, and I think he's refurbishing it. Oh, really? Or he's getting somebody else to do it because Shook is not. That like, strike me as a very handy. Excuse me, Chairman Shook does not strike me as someone who's quite handy. Is it the same car? Like, I think it is. Wow, that's a cool story. I think we might ask him about this. That's more interesting than the Chairman is. Chairman Shook is probably not as interesting as Shook. <laughs> all right, uh, we'll break and we'll come back and uh, we'll all learn what is next together on the Patrick Johnson Show. Patrick Mornings, Adam Gold Middays, and Patrick Johnson on the way home. The best sports talk lineup in the Pirate Nation is heard right here. Right, let's go. 94.3 The Game, the flagship station of the ECU Pirates and Eastern North Carolina's home for sports. Woo-hoo! More of the Patrick Johnson Show is coming up. Pirates, Panthers, the P-Man. Oh, my. More of the Patrick Johnson Show on 94.3 The Game right now. I'm not a fan. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Is this? I, I, I'm not a Coldplay. No, no, no. I well, I mean certain songs, but this Mississippi picked this. He picked this. I told him to pick something upbeat, and he picked this song. Mississippi. I'm a little shocked. I'm not gonna lie. I think he's trolling us right. Now. I think he could be. Yeah. Are you Are you screwing with us? I think you're messing around with us. I, th- I think he is. You're joking around on us right now. Yeah, right? I was just messing around. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Now I don't believe him. I don't believe him either. Because a real troll would would say, no, I'm completely serious. Yeah, I'm completely serious. I think he's, he, I don't know. Um, we're going to have uh, Scott Shook here, Chairman Scott Shook, in just a little bit. Um, while we're waiting for him to arrive. Uh, so Baker Mayfield, according to a member of the media, Baker told this media member for like the Bills, somebody who's a, a Bills reporter, right? I want to say she was actually a Browns reporter. I read uh, Bills, but I could be wrong. Yeah, I mean, either way, it was somebody who really like had no business talking to Baker. Well, the Browns would make more sense than the Bills. Yeah, it, it was something that was kind of odd. Uh, I think sure. it was the Bills. Of course, they were in town last Friday to play the Panthers. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. I can see that. And so the Bills reporter goes on a podcast or something and says that Baker told her, I assume it's a woman, that Baker is, when, when the Browns come to town a week from Sunday, Baker's going to F them up. Yeah, that's that's an exact quote. Not so fast, my friend. Baker Mayfield <laughs> now. Backtracking on this. How closely does that resemble how you feel about Cleveland next week? Well, first, I didn't say it. Obviously, I mean, 
everybody's going to write whatever story they want. There's history that I've played there the last four years. Uh, I'm an extremely competitive person. Uh, everybody knows that. If I wasn't wanting to win, then there would be a, a really big issue uh, of me being quarterback here. So um, I want to win in everything I do. That's, that'll never change. Now, uh, that is not how I phrased it. That's not even what I said. So that's, I'll just leave it at that. How did, how did you phrase it if you don't mind? I, I didn't even say anything. Said, did you I not talk yeah. to her at all? Or? No, I talked to her. I mean, I think she addressed it. She said it. Um, obviously, you guys can go back and look at what she said. Uh, but all I did was agree. And I hope we win. It's, it's pretty plain and simple. Competitive, I want to win. Um, and I don't, I don't think that should be uh, harped on. See, I didn't mind Baker saying that because I want my quarterback to have moxie and be fired up and yeah, I didn't mind it at all. It would have majorly backfired if we lost, though. That would not be a good look. Well, now you're saying we. Well, you, you so know you're a Panthers fan. Guy. No, you're yeah, a fan. Yeah. I, I think everybody. So how that. do you feel about that as a fan? Because I'll tell you how I feel about it. I think if you said it, you ought to own it. Yeah, absolutely. and I have no problem with you owning it. I, I honestly believe you didn't say it. I don't. I mean, if apparently this was over a text conversation. Oh. If I'm not mistaken, oh my gosh. and she would have released the screenshots, I would think at some point if this really happened. Hmm. So he, there's no there's no tape of him saying this. No, there's no tape of him saying he's gonna f up the Browns. This is purely hearsay from a reporter, and but everybody if, ran. But with if it. there's the text, yeah, she would have released a screenshot at some point, okay. calling calling his bluff. I would I would think. Well, I would think so too. Um, chairman of the uh, ECU Board of Trustees, Scott Shook, uh, Mississippi's about to bring him into the studio. He's coming in. we got to accommodate him. we got to give him coffee and water and all this. He's big time now because he's a chairman. Oh, he's been the chairman. Yeah, he's throwing his weight around a little bit. He's got that new car. <laughs> well, not really a new car, but... He's refurbishing a vehicle. There we go, yeah. It's a, it's a sweet vehicle. I'll give him that. Do we need to do a break to get him in here? Or I know that would we, we, we just did a break, but... Do we need to do another break for him to get in here? He'll get here. He'll get here. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll shoo him along. I understand. I am of the opinion that uh, I'm, I'm not mad at Baker Bayfield if he said that. Now, I don't know how Matt Rule feels about it. That's all, folks. But I wouldn't – I certainly don't have an issue with it. I have an issue with it when we start losing. If you lose that game – you got to put your money where your mouth is. I guess it it swings either way. If he wins, it's the coolest moment ever. If we lose, uh, it's it's just not good. It's not a good look whatsoever. Uh oh, the man himself. Oh, right, we welcome into the uh, studio now, live here on the Patrick Johnson Show. He is the uh, chair of the East Carolina University Board of Trustees. You don't get headphones. I'm sorry, they don't. They're not. They're not working. So you can just put them on and look like a fool. Because uh, they're because they're wiring the studio. I was told I had like you. Is that yeah, what you get well. I what did you say? I can't hear. I just have these on. Yes. Yeah. Uh, chairman of the ECU Board of Trustees. You know, I'm, I'm so used to just saying shook. Yes. Yeah. But I have to say, Chairman Shook. Yes. Now. Yes. <laughs> this is an official duty. Yes. Uh, it's great to see you. How are you? Doing great. How much? What's going on, Big Dog? I'm been to rent. It's a busy week, isn't it? All of a sudden. Yeah. All of a sudden, here we are. Yeah. It's a lot of excitement. Yes. Uh, ben is more interested, as am I, in hearing about the car. Can you talk about that or, oh, or what? Yeah. They, um, you mean, mean uh, the car you uh, got? Oh, that you're yeah, refurbishing? My, yeah. That's a 1971 GTO and uh, bought it in 1986 in high school. Okay. And, uh, so it's already. 
Yeah. It was then it was an old car. That's right. That's now it's right. a classic. Oh yeah. And uh it's been in the garage for the current garage for 19 <laughs> years and and one beforehand so it hasn't been driven in a long long time. I had to first clean out enough stuff to get to it okay. and then clean out the inside of it um mm. and then so we dropped it off at a guy's house over in Bailey, North Carolina. It's going to do all the work. And Bailey, says, America. Yeah. That, and like he says, at this point, it's nothing but time and money. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> so what you're, you're doing everything on it. It would take right? the body off the frame and give it a bunch of horsepower and a stick shift and wow. really loud exhaust and loud stereo. Neighbor's going to love it. I, this is great. Yeah. I love this. Yeah. I love this. Did Mississippi uh, take care of you coming in? Yes, he did. Yes, fine he did. Young he gave man me some of the fine water in the green room. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, only the finest tap water here at uh, the IBX <laughs> World Headquarters. Is he uh, playing White Snake in that new vehicle? Yeah. What, what what what's the go to song? I mean, what are you playing on the uh... Uh, anything? Eighties rock and roll, man. Okay. Docking, maybe something. Docking. Like wow. Yes. Ben, let's bet out yes. with some docking when we you. go to break here. We'll bet out with some docking. Or bet it. it. You, you, won't, you won't hear it, so it won't matter. <laughs> we could play more Coldplay. It wouldn't really matter. Um, well, congratulations. You got a uh, kind of a new. Term as the uh, as the board of tr- over the summer, did you not? Well, yes, got reelected to a second to term. The, That's correct. The second term yeah, is the you're chair. allowed to ser- serve two, and they okay. couldn't we couldn't find anybody else. To so that you got the second term. <laughs> That's right. All right. So, well, good, congratulations. Well, it's an honor, to, it's you an honor to serve on the board of trustees, and certainly in, to be chair and 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 all that. So it's it's an honor. You know, of course, I went to ECU as you did, and mm-hmm. you know, just be associated with the university in any way is just great. But uh, now things are going well, and 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 um, it's. So business picks up right around this time of year, and it's yeah. a little special this fall, I think. So a few university things where we talk about all sure. the fun stuff. Um, what Enrollment-wise, and I know the, the final number is not in, but, I mean, what are you hearing yeah, as far I, as that? You know, we'll know. They have, like, the final cut day and that type of thing. I, I yeah. think the enrollment's going to be off a little bit from where it was last year. Um, there's a lot of demographic shifts going on in the world. Um, you know, there's just less 18- to 24-year-olds that exists today and right. in our backyard east of i-95 we've been hit with that a little sooner than others but on the flip side of that we've done a well a good job in graduate numbers i think are going to be good but we've been having record graduating classes one year after another and and so you know that's all positive and getting people through the system is going to be good and and from a funding standpoint going forward the the, they changed the funding model mm-hmm. as it relates to the university because before it was almost all based on enrollment numbers. Well, now it's going to be based on success rates. So oh. you could actually be in an institution that has falling enrollment numbers, but your budget is going up. Conversely, you could have surging enrollment numbers, but your budget's going down because the four-year graduation rate is going to play a key role from a factor. And that, that plays right into our pocket because we've been doing a very good job on the graduation side of getting people through. And, and you know, that's what we're here for, right? You yeah. get in, enjoy it, get out, get a job, and give back to the university. So, you know, we'll, we'll see where the numbers are. But, you know, the, and, and in the future, we will have <clears> – <throat> Um, we will do well with enrollment, but enrollment may look a little different. We're going to, you know, start keying after some adult learners and uh, some micro credentials and things of that nature. So we'll always have the, you know, the four-year college, but we're going to expand our offerings and what we do in a lot of others, and so they are state system-wide as well. It's funny, in the world now, and you know this as well as anybody from your professional life, there are more people working jobs remotely or at yeah. home or, mm-hmm. you know, maybe that have a job based in, Greenville, but they might live in Atlantic Beach, or yeah. they might live in Greenville and have a job in Raleigh, and they're doing it remotely. I mean, there's more of that now in the world. 
I have to think higher education has to kind of roll with those punches too, to a degree. That's correct. And matter of fact, that the state of North Carolina and the university system set up a, a company, a non not for profit company called Kitty Hawk Corporation. That's not actually in Kitty Hawk, but this is to drive the online platform. Uh, that we'll all use. So they'll help scale this for universities so they don't have to build. Now, we at East Carolina, we've led the system in this, but other folks have caught up. We've been good, but they've all also yeah. caught up. But So the system hired the gentleman that ran University of Southern New Hampshire's online enrollment process and online program mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, to run Project Kitty Hawk. So all the universities will use this. I think this plays into our favor. And, you know, um, they have a board of directors is run. President Hans is on that. But also, um, you know, uh, Chancellor Rogers is on that board of directors as well. So that's a big – we're a big focus. I think we'll be the first that kind of get the biggest benefit mm-hmm. out of that as we move forward. And that's, you know, people finishing their four-year degree that attended a university – um, in the state of North Carolina, and it's also those that n- may need a micro-credential, those that work that need another credential to right. get the next yeah. bit. So all of that is going to be a part of that. Chairman of the ECU Board of Trustees, Scott Shook, is with us uh, here. The uh, chancellor is kind of starting his second year now. Yes. yes. Uh, I think about the time we talked to him for the first time last year, he was a little over 100 days into the, to the job, and he was really trying to engage all of eastern North Carolina. I think we've got an ace as far as a chancellor yeah. goes. He gets. I don't think there's any question about. Yeah, that, he yeah. gets. He gets Greenville. He gets ECU because he grew up here. Uh, he's also gone off and achieved some some things that he could bring back here. I'm sure that will will uh, help grow the university and, and make it more successful. So, just where is the chancellor as he enters year two? And his what are his charges? You know, in your mind. Oh well, he. You know, um, Chancellor Rogers doing a very good job. Um, of maintaining that long-term vision and getting his team in place methodically as he goes through um, the last year or so and building on this going forward. Um, He's a visionary in higher education, understands the dynamics of where we are, and, you know, just in the first year had to do a few things athletic-wise to keep coaches here. We merged a kind of merged the, the university system's uh, medical school with Vidant. Mm-hmm. Now it's ECU yeah. Health. Yeah. Um, you know, that's a big enterprise that, that comes at you from a lot of ways. So watching him grow in the role has just been something special. And, and I tell you, we've – he, he's going to be here a long time, and, and when when his days are done at ECU, we'll look back um, and say these are times that changed the direction of the university for a positive, so no question about it. Live with Scott Shook here at 529. This was not recorded in June. This is actually Scott Shook here live on a uh, Wednesday. It is. The final day of August. This, it is. You finally ran out of people to get on your show this we week. Did. You got we did. Right. We did. We got you on here. Yes. Um, let me let me ask you one more thing kind of you, about the university. Um and, and particularly uh, ECU Health, mm-hmm. that just makes total sense, the, the, the synergy of, with the Vidant system and, and the ECU School of Medicine. Um, I can imagine, and you know, when it first happened, certainly the, I, I understand and see the positives, but some consternation, as you can imagine, some unsure feelings from employees of Vidant mm-hmm. and those in academia. Mm-hmm. Um, how is that relationship going? Well, that's it's progressing, right? But you're right. I mean, there were no transfer of assets. ECU didn't buy Vident. 
Vidant's going to operate the Brody School and ECU physicians, and Dr. Waldrum is the chair of the um, or the dean of the medical school, and Higginson is, is executive dean of the medical school. He's got an operations person in there, mm-hmm. but he oversees it. Mm-hmm. So, and in most university systems where you have that, you have an affiliated hospital that's owned them. It's been you know affiliated over the years, but now there's some teeth to that. So, and, I, and, and it only makes sense. That's right. Yeah. And and so from an operational standpoint, you know, but look, this is a complex asset as it is, right. you know, and, and, you know, getting these on the same page, ringing out all the efficiencies is taking time, but they're making progress with it. So. Yeah. Uh, anything I know uh, from a university standpoint that you want to make mention of here before we get to talk about the really fun stuff? Yeah. But, yeah. I, no, it's, I mean, things are going well. Um, and I've always said, you know, I've said this looking back, you know, President Hans of the university system is going to be down for this weekend and quite a few other people from the system mm. are coming down. Uh, he's actually doing the coin toss uh, oh, wow. out there for the coin toss of the football game. And, you know, Philip Rogers was his first hire. Um, you know, I've had a relationship with Peter Hans going back to the community college days know how much his passion is for Eastern North Carolina, the health of Eastern North Carolina, right. um, the physical health and financial health and well-beings. Uh, so so that window's there. We have great support with uh, Chairman Ramsey, Ramsey and Vice Chair um, Wendy Murphy, mm-hmm. uh, both that are live in Eastern North Carolina. And, and so we've got a window of, I mean, I said this before, you know, last year in the budget, uh, the Brody School of Medicine money was co-sponsored by the Speaker of the House, which the Speaker of the House doesn't co-sponsor much legislation. Right. Uh, Phil Berger put it in the um, Senate's budget. The governor had it in his budget. The university system had it in their goals and priorities. It was supported by not only the Board of Governors, but also the president of the UNC system. Mm-hmm. And it got approved, and we didn't have to go to Raleigh threatening to kill anybody. I mean, think, <laughs> think about that is a yeah. change. No, in it is. A sea change yeah. for what he's Now, that has been years and years building to get to that point. Right. But we really have – we have to realize that well, that's and, where we are today. And, and, and I don't know – we probably don't want to go down this road, but, I mean, a lot of mending fences from some recent kerfuffles yeah, yeah, as yeah. well. And it just shows if you have the right people all going in the same direction in, in positions of importance and leadership – we can accomplish a lot That's of great right. things and, down here. And I want to commend all those that are on, you know, the Board of Trustees of Serving yeah. Now. And we really have a great group of, of people that care deeply about the university, all have relationships, all are alumni, and all, we've all been, you know, here at the university and all have our own own stories to tell about it. And so there's a lot of passion for the institution in that room. And, and just, you know, it doesn't mean you agree on everything. If you do, you're right. probably doing things wrong. Right. But, you know, there's there's a lot of, a lot of that there. And so, you know, it's a fun time again to be a pirate when we're all on the same page we can accomplish anything we put our minds to all right ben let's get an update we'll come back and then we'll talk some can you hang out for a little yeah. bit all right too much traffic can't get back well you can't get back out on the road all right uh scott shook with us chairman scott shook ecu board of trustees is with us chairman shook uh we've got uh ben with the 94 three the game sports update and then we'll talk some sports all right when we come back talk some pirates uh pack and a little more so stay tuned Thanks, Patrick, for taking a look at the latest from around Pirate Nation. ECU AD John Gilbert spoke to the media yesterday leading to the ECU season-opening rivalry matchup against NC State this Saturday in Dowdy-Ficklin Stadium. Gilbert made a huge announcement on the current amount of season tickets sold for the upcoming football season. Uh, turning to some football items, uh, we're at 15,600-plus on uh, football season tickets. 
you know, really encouraged about that number. Uh, when Coach Houston and I first arrived, we were, we were at 12,500. Uh, it just speaks to, you know, where uh, this program is today. So really thankful uh, for all those involved to get us to that. 15,000 season tickets sold, 5,000 student, student Pirate Club season tickets sold. Pirate Nation is officially back. Should be a rocking environment for the Pirates versus the Pack. We'll bring you live pregame coverage right here on the flagship station, the ECU Pirates, at 9 o'clock in the morning Saturday with our Bushlight Pirate Game Day countdown with Patrick Johnson and ECU legend Terrence Copper live from Daddy Ficken Stadium. Meanwhile, ECU alum Jaquan McMillan is signed to the Denver Broncos practice squad. McMillan was originally signed as an undrafted free agent after the 2022 NFL Draft. Duke basketball's Derek Whitehead will likely miss the start of the basketball season after undergoing successful foot surgery after suffering a fracture during Monday, Monday's team practice. Whitehead was the number two ranked player in the 2022 class and will be out indefinitely, but the Blue Devils expect him to return sometime during the fall. A major return will happen in the state of North Carolina tonight as Dale Earnhardt Jr. will return in his bright green throwback sun drop paint scheme. So he'll race tonight at the historic North Wilkesboro Speedway in the Window World 125 Cars Tour event. The race will mark the Hall of Famer's first late model stock car start since 1997 his first race at North Wilkesboro since 95. The car will bear a real close resemblance to the one he drove in the early 90s, including the one he used at North Wilkesboro in 93. It all begins with a concert. Driver introductions are set for 7, and the race will begin tonight at 7.30. And Tarboro native and ex-Hornet Montrez Harrell has gotten his felony drug charges, charges dropped to a misdemeanor, which opens up the possibility of Harrell getting signed by a team. Harold faced a felony charge after Kentucky officers found three pounds of marijuana during a routine traffic stop, an offense that's punishable up to five years in the state of Kentucky. With it being reduced to a misdemeanor, Harold has to remain in good legal standing for the next 12 months for the marijuana charge to be removed from his record. That's going to do it for your 94 through the game sports update. More from ECU Chairman Scott Shook on the other side of this quick timeout here on the Patrick Johnson Show. More of the Patrick Johnson Show is coming up on your flagship home of Pirate Basketball, 94.3 The Game. Greenville's top sports show is back. Well, isn't that special? The Patrick Johnson Show on 94.3 The Game. Uh, all right, here we are with the uh, chairman of the ECU Board of Trustees, Scott Shook. I actually misread the Always Anonymous text line earlier, Ben. It said, drop the chairman's title and let it all hang out on the show. Not, let's hang out after the show. Maybe I was hoping we'd hang out after the show, but we're probably not. Not so. going to happen. Not going to happen. <laughs> chairman himself said, not going to death. Uh, Scott Shook, ECU uh, chairman of the ECU Board of Trustees, is in with us. So we have uh, likely a sellout. Yes. For uh, the game Saturday. It's got to be exciting, I'm sure, yeah, for I, you. Well, Who'd have thunk it? Yeah, well, I, I, I always thought we are going to have a really good crowd. Of course, State thinks they're good this well, year. Well, but so I'm just saying up. from a handful of years ago, who'd have thunk Oh, yeah, yeah. When there it's, were, you could have counted. Yeah, I, I talked to John earlier this week, and I said, you know, it was two years ago. I had to sit at home. And as we played Central Florida, because we didn't allow fans in right. the stands, I thought, right. my God, we're going to Well, there was a while no before time. that where the fans weren't allowing themselves in yeah, the stands. Exactly. So. Yeah, it was mutual. Yeah. Right? So, it was, it was, yeah. yeah. 
So, but um, no, I, I, and someone asked me this week, what do you think? I said, I think, you know, from where I sit, you know, it's almost going to be full. We're going to sell a lot of beer. We've already won, baby. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, uh, it, you know um, from a financial related aspect, and, and, and I say that halfway jokingly, but, um, you know, one of the, you know, our model is predicated, our business model is predicated in filling the seats in Dowdy yeah. Pickland Stadium on Saturdays in the fall. That makes everything better. And when we don't, everything suffers. And so it's finally good to have that swagger back and have a full stadium for this week. And and really, look, I want to win this. And state is important, but no matter what they say, it's not our Super Bowl. I believe you know, as the year progresses on, that we're going to be relevant when it comes to talking about who's going to win the American Football Conference this year. We're going to be in the conversation. And we've got a couple of the big big other opponents home, yeah. and we've got some people I think we can beat on the road. And we're going to be in the conference uh, hunt as it comes down to the end of the season. So this is I, – I believe we're setting up for something big this year. Well, and I think – and it's not arrogance, but I think there's a confidence about when you talk to anybody affiliated with football, Coach Houston, any of the coordinators – any of the players, they're very confident about this group. They feel really good about it. Yeah. So, and, and rightfully so, I believe. Yeah. And if you've noticed over the years, Houston, I know he's an in very intense individual when 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 he's doing, but it, he's very intentional and very methodical in his approach. Right. I mean, everything is business related and it's coming I've had the opportunity to travel with the team last year to Marshall and you know they give you the tag and everything's laid out by the minute and the last thing on the list is beat Marshall you know and when you travel with the team is very professional Um, when you get on the plane it's very quiet it's very orderly you know I mean it is it is something to watch and it's something to be proud of and that that just tells you everything that they do and he knew that look you do this system and you win and that's what he did at James Madison. And I used to, you know, kid when he first got hired here, people asked him, what do you think about, you know, Mike Houston? I said, I'm glad to have him. I mean, he was, you know, he won, he only lost six ball games in three years he was up there. And earlier this year, we'd lost six ball games and only played in three. You know, we, <laughs> we lost a couple of them twice, you know. So, you know, he's a winner yeah. no matter where he right. is. And I, I think his system is, you know, we're feeling the fruits of all of that, all of those years of hard work and everything they've done are starting to pay dividends now. It was uh, key, I suppose, to sign him to an extension. The board yes. of trustees had to approve that. Um, obviously, there's a ton of reasons to feel good about that, but but that was, I'm sure, nothing that was up for great debate. And it's kind of the thing where seems to me the university's really committed to athletics, which is a good thing. Yes, and, and we have – that was easy. Mike wants to be here. We want him here, uh, successful uh, run. and But, you know, you're playing in the American League, which is a big league, okay, and even after the three teams leave, it still will be. You know, the budgets in this league are, are you know, almost power five budget areas. I mean, Central Florida, Houston, and – and um and and in Cincinnati, I mean, they, they're spending Power Five money without Power Five revenue, right? And you know, they're in the seventy to eighty million range. We're in the fifty million range, and try to say, look, you know, if we want to get to that, it's not we have to increase our spending by twenty million. <clears throat> we have to increase our spending by fifty percent. Okay, mm-hmm. that tells you where we are right. in alignment, and that that affects and impacts everything and every sport across the board. And that's why it's key to have full football stadiums in the fall and and that's kind of that helps basketball baseball uh women's golf. it helps everything is it possible to like the, there's seven home games this year that's right i think we should aspire to have seven every year yeah. i mean and i know that's easier said than done yeah 
But I just think I think we're the, the pirate program is getting to the point where you can sell a lot of tickets. Mm-hmm. So even if you do have a seventh home day, it's it, it's good for everybody involved. It's good for the university. It's good for the program. It's also good for Greenville. Good for the community. Absolutely. And I mean, my preference, we'd have 10 home games, start them all at 7 o'clock at night. We'd tailgate <laughs> all day, 10 weeks in a row. I, you know, we probably need an open day to rest, you know, in there somewhere. Yeah, but yes. Right. Um, but uh, absolutely. And I remember NC State years ago, you used to play eight football teams, eight yeah. football games yeah. at home and stuff. But, you know, some of this is scheduling and to do things to play. You got to play at home and home. And that's, you know, that's why we pay John a lot of money to figure all right. that stuff out. So, um, well, I don't mind the idea of trying to play the seven home dates and then and I think it could come to this and I, and I realize you're not speaking for John or, or athletics on this on any level but you know kind of just two fans talking here but guys that understand the, the financial aspects of this I don't think it's a bad idea to do what you're doing next year going to Michigan get that kind of big exposure and, mm-hmm. and look we'll take your money and Beat you and then come home. That, I mean, that, that would yeah. be that would be worked out pretty good for Appalachian yeah, State a couple but years I, ago. But I yeah. just, I, I, do you think that's what football is going to have to do some more of? Maybe. Well, it, you know, obviously you want to place uh, a certain number of schools from the quote Power Five or Power Two. How many ever survive right. all of this? Um, and and I think to to get a benchmark of where you stand on that, but then you also need to play in an FCS team yeah. uh, and a few others. And I think local makes sense. You know, playing Old Dominion, I think makes sense. That you know that 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 area of the world produces a lot of football players, and we're a close Division One school to that. Yeah. And they 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 travel, and you know, so yeah, you have to do some of all of it. Um, I know everybody wants to play State Carolina and you know South Carolina, and then our conference schedule, you know. So some point in like time, that, yeah. you got to, you know, you got to say, hey, you know, our conference schedule is brutal. All right. right, we need, we need to get, have some teams we can compete and win. If you're playing everybody that is outspending you in budget by fifty percent every game, you, you know, that's tough to sustain. You, yeah, that's right. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we have uh, since I think we last talked to you on air, uh, you there's been an extension too for Cliff Godwin, mm-hmm. and uh, so that was something that I know John Gilbert. Uh, Felt like the commitment needed to be done and did, and and, and here we are, and now there's the, the capital campaign as well. Yeah. I think those two things kind of tie in hand in hand together. Yeah, sure, and, and obviously in the middle of that, hiring Schwartz and, you know, yeah. and, and then extending uh, John Gilbert's contract uh, as well. And, and, um, and I, you know, having Cliff sign, I mean, what – you know, I've I've very rarely ever been that heartbroken and heart sick as it was, you know, yeah. losing that we were up, you know, seventh inning, you know, starting to have, you know, thoughts about what if. I mean, you're staring right into it and – you know, just to lose that ball game was was so tough because you, you, I know how hard Cliff, his staff, and all the players work to get to that point and get us to that point. How fun it was, and they deserve it. And I don't know what we got to do to to finally get there, but I know Cliff's going to get it done and be able to have him here for the long run is just, I mean, because everything is right about the baseball program and it's so much to be proud of. And and the more we can do that, the more fun it can be. And so. Um, th- that was huge. Let me uh, ask you, uh, Chairman of the ECU Board of Trustees, Scott Shook, is here with us. Um, what? So the tailgate lot's open at 7? Yes. So you'll arrive That's at the s- first 7, by the way. Right, the first 7 a.m. Yep. Uh, you'll be there at 7 a.m.? Uh, 7.15-ish, maybe. Okay, yeah. all right. Yeah. What are you cooking? 
Uh, well, we ha- it's, it's tough. I mean, you know, these morning games. And, right. Uh, you just can't, can't have go, breakfast. You can't go with quiche. I mean, no, you, you no. Just, it's something, no quiche. It's, just, it's like, yeah. like we should have wine, cheese, Egg, and quiche. Eggs and beer. Just, eggs not, and beer are not a good combination. I, well, I mean, it could be. Eggs in beer, no. no. Eggs with beer, maybe. maybe. Sausage, jalapeno poppers, yeah. probably. Okay. Um, you know, some other things. You know, I got my crazy Wilson crowd coming, and they'll throw some stuff on the grill, too. And just, I mean, it, it's going to be, it's going to be, but I tell you, the, the, the morning is going to move fast. Right. Um, so, uh, it'll have, we'll, we'll have a have a good tailgate, but I think the next week, the next two weeks at 6 o'clock, you know. A little more in your Bailey, yeah, a little my, more of your Bailiwick, yeah, a little more I in your mean, wheelhouse. Yeah, we'll have a little time. You can do ribs when you have ah. 6 a.m. You can, you can do a lot of that kind of good stuff. I so. got you. I got you. Where uh, are you going to be this year exactly? Outside the tower. We'll exactly. be back outside Same the Combank Tower again where we were last okay. year for the pregame right. show. Yeah. I'll so have, wave at you. You'll wave at me. I have. Can I Can I send people, my people over? You can send over whoever you want to over to there. To bring me stuff? I mean, you can send them over there if you want. Terrence can hold it down. <laughs> yeah, I can I can head over there for for a few minutes. All right, do you send Terrence? Actually. Do you have a prediction uh, this week? Yeah, hadn't even thought. How about ECU is going to win it? Okay, 37-34. 34. How about that? We've got a pull up by the way on Twitter, Ben. I, I don't know if I told you that. Ninety four three the game at ninety four three the game on Twitter. And it's a uh, who you got kind of situation. Yeah. And uh, it was overwhelmingly ECU earlier. Ben, what do we got? What's the uh, Twitter poll result? You won't be able to hear this, Shook, son. So right now, ECU is leading 88.8%, NC State 11.3. Okay. See, we can go ahead and call this election. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah that's, 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 that's a blowout. <laughs> that's, uh, that's some Murphy territory. There here, may be some it? biasness in yeah, that number. Could, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah there, there could be. Uh, it's good to see you. Thank you for coming in. Here. We really appreciate here. it. Yeah. And uh, we'll catch you. Uh, we'll see you Saturday, I'm sure, that's, out that's there. That's exactly right. So, Do you have any like official chairman duties on uh, the weekend, or, oh, or do you get yeah. to be Scott Shook Pirate fan? This weekend's a little special. President Hans is coming, like right. I said, so give him a little tour around. So i got to okay. do a little, um, you know, So you're really not going to be doing the cooking. And... You're just sort of, uh, you're delegating the cooking. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, yeah, I'll, I'll be overseeing some stuff. I know. It, it, you know, it's, like I said, it's an accelerated Accelerated. Weekend. I understand, but look, we know how to get it done. Don't worry okay. about that. Don't worry about that. All right. There's a lot of other. Uh, there, I, I word today. Some other dignitaries are coming. Some other politicos. Yeah, this is going to be it's a big week. Going to be and, and next couple of weeks, and also there's a lot of political dignitaries coming for the Navy game. I think yeah. it's going to be real big. I'm hoping for a good kickoff time for for that. Yeah. We're, we're done with. We've done our penance with noon games after this one. Yeah, I, I think. Yeah, I think it'd be good. Yeah. Three thirty. Three thirty is not clock. bad. Yeah. yeah, seven is seven is good. Yeah, um, but three thirty three thirty is very doable. Okay, mm-hmm. um, I I like earlier because yeah, seven I mean, is working, not good. Right? Seven me. is not good for us on the, the Yo, with I'm, our I'm, broadcast I'm, side. It's That's, awful. It's awful. It's it's, it's a lot yeah. of waiting around, it, and then it's so. Let me ask you: Are you gonna are you treat this like a morning on talk of the town, or are you just gonna stay up all night? No, Friday I actually night have to do a lot. I actually. Yeah. I, I, I'll have Terrence, yeah. so I'll have somebody who's not a geriatric who's coherent okay, on yes. the air with me. So that's yes. the first difference. Yes, yes. You know, um, the second. I, oh, I'm going to I'm going to pay for that, aren't I? And then the other <laughs> one, um, I actually have to do a lot of work. You know, usually I just I just kind of sit there. Yeah. In the mornings. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, <laughs> and people say, "Well, what about your show?" I, so I like to have guests. Why is that? Because it's a conversation. I don't have to do a whole lot of. It's just talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're having right. a chat. 
That's right. But and now you got to do stuff after the game. You got to work. I mean, I know that's why we can't have. I, I'm I'm anti seven o'clock. I'm not on team seven o'clock. Yeah, yeah, no. Because you can't record those pregame, <laughs> no, those postgame shows. You, can't, you cannot. Cannot take no, those postgame shows. Now, where shows will in you June. be postgame? Here, here. Okay. This week I'll be here. Okay. Um, most of the time I'll be here. Okay. We're, we're trying to work out maybe I could be at the beach for a few road games, but we'll figure it out. Yeah, but I'm talking about for home games. Here, I'll be You're not going to be outside still? Y'all, y'all get, you know. Well, we'll do our. I know, but after the game. After the game? Be in the tower. Be down on the field. No, no, I'll live, be here. You know? No, no, Actually, I'll be yeah. here. This yeah. first year we'll be here. Yeah. Who knows where we'll be next year? You'd be in the parking lot live after the game. I would like would to be, be but yes. I don't know if that's going to work this year. Yeah. yeah. All right. Great to have Chairman Shook. Are we uh, wrapping the whole thing up? Oh, we are. All right. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow with Greg Pierce, and also we'll have um, Doug Martin with us tomorrow, preview some of the games, we'll get his thoughts on ECU, NC State. Thanks to Mississippi, Ben Byram as well, and we'll catch everybody tomorrow.